Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, February 2nd. Prophetic Counterpoint, Nahum. Today's scripture reading is found in Nahum chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, and chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, from the message translation, which reads, King of Assyria, your shepherd leaders in charge of caring for your people are busy doing everything else but. They're not doing their job, and your people are scattered and lost. There's no one to look after them. You're past the point of no return. Your wound is fatal. When the story of your fate gets out, the whole world will applaud and cry, Encore! Your cruel evil has seeped into every nook and cranny of the world. Everyone has felt it and suffered. God's orders on Nineveh? You're the end of the line. It's all over with Nineveh. I'm gutting your temple. Your gods and goddesses go into the trash. I'm digging your grave. It's an unmarked grave. You're nothing. No, you're less than nothing. Look, striding across the mountains, a messenger bringing the latest good news. Peace! Shalom! A holiday, Judah. Celebrate, worship, and recommit to God. No more worries about this enemy. This one is history. Close the books. This is God's Word. Really, I'm being merciful here. You want more fist-slapping? More of the divine voice exposing the bad way of Nineveh and the king of pain known as the Assyrian Empire, the appalling lords of torture? Well, we just had a sample from the pages of Isaiah yesterday, and today, feel free to have at the whole book of Nahum, yet another contemporary of Jonah, again, from the south. Of course, when I say the whole book, I'm really just talking about three pages that will only take you eight minutes or so to read. See, I'm being merciful. I didn't read the entire book of Nahum to you today, just two pieced together excerpts that took less than a minute. But you can read all three pages in those eight minutes if you wish. I'll wait. You see, the value of the book of Nahum is that we have a direct prophetic counterpoint to the point being made by the Jonah story, at least by that brief summarized message that Jonah carried and preached with great vigor and enthusiasm, no doubt. On the one hand, we have Nahum in the south uttering an unsparing judgment with no possibility of delay or relief. Their history closed the books. On the other hand, we have Jonah in the north center stage in a story of God's heart for the city of Nineveh with his 120,000 innocents and also much cattle, as God does anything but close the books but instead opens up a new chapter of redemption. Suddenly, I find myself like Tevye again, looking at Nahum and saying, he is right. And then looking at Jonah and saying, he also is right. He's right and he's right. They can't both be right. To which I can only say, you know, you also are right. Good Sabbath. The Bible it doesn't always traffic in straight-line equations, does it? Jonah relates a revival of which history has no record, 
which doesn't mean it didn't happen. In fact, I think that's part of the challenge for us, not to find historical evidence of that past revival, but rather to focus on making it history now, in our time and in our place. Yes, outside of these pages in Jonah, history is silent as to any such revival, telling us instead that Nineveh and with it the entire Assyrian Empire spiraled into one long dive into oblivion as its brutality came back to bite it big time in 612 BC when a coalition of Medes and Babylonians wiped out Nineveh and left a greasy spot where Assyria had once reigned supreme. Within a little over a hundred years of Jonah's time, history tells us he got his wish. Enough of this fish slapping and these fish slappers, said the world, and Nineveh was no more. Close the books, and nobody missed them. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how do you reconcile the contrasting messages of Nahum and Jonah? Which is more to your liking? Why? Why does history so often mark the devastations rather than the restorations and revivals? How are you being challenged to write a new story of restoration and redemption in our time and in our place? Where can you start today? Overwhelmed, Lord. No, overwhelmed isn't strong enough. Actually, no words seem strong enough staring down the barrels of such barbarism, such brutality, beholding the brutality of the Assyrian kings and all the brutality since, I join with King Theoden. So much death. What can men do against such reckless hate? Love. Everlasting divine love that cannot be quenched by many waters. Scandalous, unstoppable, life-giving love. Fill me to the brim with it when the cruelties of this world would take the heart of me. Fill me to the brim with a yet more excellent way of love that has and will have the ultimate final word in this world. Through your mercies.